If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome back to another solo episode of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. Today's podcast name is called Because You're Human. And the reason that I wanted to record this is the other day I was noticing how often that is my response to whether that's a DM or a comment on someone's post in Healing Heart Club. And I realized that it probably deserved its own podcast episode because it is something that I think a lot of us would probably really instinctually tell someone else, but we it's like so many things that we neglect to acknowledge that within ourselves. So I thought the best way that I could explain the this concept of because you're human is just the other day I got this DM on Instagram and I'm going to read it to you and it really describes why I think this topic is so important. But hi, Kendra. I was just broken up with on Monday. It has happened several times before, but I've always persuaded him to change his mind. I've done two days no contact so far. Even though there were red flags, main one, he lied about several things. I feel desperate to get back together with him. Why? And my response was, because you are human. It's so normal to feel desperate to get back together with them. You're in the thick of it right now, but I promise it will get better. And there are so many similar examples to that. Why do I want to reach out to them? Why do I still want to see them? Why do I miss them? Why do I still care about them? And I think I get why you don't want to feel any of those things. Of course, once you've acknowledged that you're not with that person, anything that is drawing you back to that person or interfering with your ability to move on, of course, is like a very inconvenient emotion. Obviously, if you're trying to move forward and you have this huge urge to want to reach out to them or go see them, that is going to feel very inconvenient and like a huge obstacle because, again, you're trying to move forward. But we really often neglect that at the end of the day, we are still human. I try to make an effort on this podcast and on this page to not only talk about tips and techniques and bring on experts that can give you solid pieces of actionable advice to move forward from your breakup. However, I also really want to balance this. And I think I've done this more so in like the recent 
times of of this podcast, but I also really want to make sure to acknowledge the fact that breakups are really, really difficult. And I think we can become very obsessed, especially with social media. There's such an influx of information of different like hacks that you can do for anything, for your house, for cleaning, organization, for focusing, for relationships. There's just so many people out there that are telling you all these different tips to make things easier, to work through feelings, maybe to skip over feelings, to, you know, there's even like sleep hacks and all these things. So I get it. We're so inundated with here's what you can be doing to make your life better, to make your life easier. And there are obviously a lot of things that you can be doing in your breakup to move forward and to to make the process easier. But at the end of the day, you can't neglect the fact that that you're just a that you're a human being, that there's like a a child version inside of you that's in an adult body and you're gonna get your feelings hurt and you're going to feel sad and you're going to cry. And one thing that I've noticed more recently is I now have a toddler who has really big feelings and doesn't have, you know, does not have the coping skills that I have as an adult to deal with those big feelings. And so they come out in in tantrums and really big reactions and lots of cries. And, you know, while I, you know, plan on teaching my son all of the different, you know, emotional regulation things as he gets older, Sometimes I I look at him and I think I relate. I relate a lot of the, you know, to a lot of the things that I see within him when he's having those big reactions. It's just we're taught we're taught as adults that we need to really really compartmentalize the feelings that we have and we're supposed to be constantly moving forward and I talked about this on a lot more on recent episodes like with the conscious uncoupling and the cut yourself a break and the if they wanted to they would but you know we just get this message that you should not take too much time to to feel your feelings you should just pick it up and and move on and that's not how things work and i think when we do that we get those stressors and that stuff just stays within us. And I've recommended this book before, but the book, The Untethered Soul, talks about, it's called Samskaras, but it's where negative feelings or experiences that we have, if we don't allow them to actually like process within us and move through us, they get hardened within us and they become these hard calcified things that live within our psyche and our consciousness. And I know that probably sounds super woo-woo to a lot of you, but I really think that is true. And I think the fact that we don't take the time to acknowledge the fact that we are human with a lot of feelings and emotions and getting feelings hurt, I think that is a big obstacle to people being able to successfully get through the breakup because getting over a breakup is, again, this combination of taking the steps to move forward and better yourself and all of that. But it's also taking the time to nurture that part of you that is really heartbroken and is really sad. My AA sponsor, who I should honestly like 
credit so much of Breakup Bestie to her. So much of the advice that I pass along to you guys came from her. But this is like a different example. But when I have a really hard time taking sick days or admitting that that I'm sick and need to take a day off, take rest, and it stems from a lot. When I was younger, I used to fake sick all the time. I wanted to spend time with my family and and then when when I was drinking, I used to fake sick a lot to get out of things. So I have this thing, I have this shame thing about me about being sick. So, but you know, there are times where I really am sick and really need to take rest and I don't do it and then I get worse. And anyways, my sponsor said, Kendra, if the five-year-old version of you came to you and said, I'm really sick, would you make her go to school? And the answer is no. Would you make her, you know, go outside and run and play around? No, I would have her sit with me and I would take care of her and we would sit on the couch and and watch movies. And that's become even more real after having kid. But that tool has stuck with me so much. And I really do try to think of that for a lot of things. If five, you know, if five-year-old Kendra had someone on the playground tell her that she can't be their friend or can't be included, would you allow her to cry? Of course, you would encourage it. You would say, it's okay to cry. It's okay to have these feelings. But when it comes to the adult thing of when the love of your life comes to you and says, I don't want to be with you anymore, we think, okay, I can have maybe a couple weeks of being sad, but after that, I have to move on. And I think a lot of this too is we think that our feelings should be directly correlated with our rational brain or our like logical brain. So we think, okay, I'm no longer with this person. And this actually happens a lot too with people who did end the relationship. Let's use that for example. I ended my relationship with this person. If you are a listener of this podcast, you know I warn about how your phone can either be a great tool or a huge obstacle when it comes to getting over your breakup. Instead of spending time on your phone trying to figure out what your ex is up to, why not spend some time engaging in a super fun mystery game that will help take your mind off your breakup? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. Each new scene takes you further through a thrilling murder mystery story that sets the main protagonist, June Parker, on a quest to solve the murder of her sister and uncover her family's many secrets. I am such a big mystery and puzzle fan, so this game has been so fun for me to get into. When I'm looking for a little escape from reality during the day or a way to relax that doesn't involve social media, it's been so fun to use my brain in a new way by diving into June's captivating quest and engaging my sense of observation to find the hidden clues. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It is so important to share your thoughts and feelings while going through a breakup, especially if it's something you're feeling any guilt or shame around. I know whenever I'm struggling with a certain thought or situation and I keep it to myself, it gets heavier and heavier and feels harder and harder to manage. I truly believe we are as sick as our secrets. Therapy has always been a safe space for me to have a judgment-free zone to get things off my chest. Whether it's something from my past, a current struggle, or something I'm anxious about in the future, I always feel lighter when I'm able to share something that feels 
feel scary. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. The last time I went through a breakup, I know my mom was someone I was really able to lean on and get support from. She has always been a rock for me through heartbreak and everything in between. And with Mother's Day right around the corner, I wanted to share an idea of something super special that you can gift to your mom. MyLifeInABook.com is a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Every week, they will email your mom a question, and she can either type out an answer or record one. And at the end, mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book, and they can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. I gifted my mom this, and it means so much to me that I can not only learn so many of her stories, but also preserve them for my kids and future generations. My mom has already talked about how fun it's been for her to reflect on her past and think about things that she hasn't in so long. It even prompted her to dig up some old photos from when she was in the newspaper for being the only female mail carrier in Detroit in the 60s. So cool. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code HEARTBREAK at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code HEARTBREAK for 10% off today. So I shouldn't be sad. And if I find out that this person that I broke up with is dating someone new, I shouldn't be upset about that. I shouldn't have any sort of feeling about that. But you're a human with feelings. And so even though you ended a relationship, and mind you, a lot of the time when people end relationships, they're pushed into a corner and don't really have another choice. But it's okay to have feelings like that. It's okay. And, you know, logically, too, I'm no longer with this person. They were terrible for me. We were completely toxic together. But I miss them so much and I and even though there are so many concrete examples that I can point to of terrible things that happen within the relationship I sit up at night and I think about all the good times that we have together and I get really sad about that. Why is that? Because you're a human being with feelings who is sentimental and tends to remember good memories and good feelings and attaches those things to relationships. So when we have these like arguments between our logical brain and our heart almost always think that our head must be right. Our head must be right. This is where we think with. This is where our smarts are. This is where my rationale is. And even though that might be right, you cannot overpower your heart. You can't overpower the feelings that are coming out of that. And even though your heart might not always be right, it doesn't care. It doesn't matter. It needs to be heard and it needs to be listened to. So that's why I, again, another reason I love journaling because it's this free place where you can be really honest with with your feelings, even if they don't entirely make sense to you. And I think once you're able to write that stuff down, you can look at it and say, yeah, of course, course I'm crying over this. Or, you know, someone, a message I got recently was someone who was six months out from the breakup and they were doing so well. And 
all of a sudden within like a week, their best friend got engaged. They saw something about their ex on social media and they were driving and there and their ex's song came on the radio and they completely lost it and couldn't understand why because they were doing so well. And while I'm telling you this, you're probably thinking in your head, of course this person started crying. That's a very natural reaction to the things that happened. But when you're in it, I guarantee you would think the same thing of, I was doing so well. I should be over this by now. It's been six months. I should be happy for my best friend that that got engaged. And that's another one. All my friends around me are getting married and having kids, and I feel really sad about that, and that makes me feel bad. That's human. It's totally human. We can have feelings that aren't necessarily expressed to every single person in our life. You don't need to tell a friend that you're jealous of the, you know, good things that are happening in their lives, but you are allowed to feel those things because, again, you're human. I think if we looked at every single cause and effect of trigger or not even trigger, just it could hit you out of nowhere. If we're looking at it from the outside, and this is why a lot of the time with coaching clients, I will have them describe their breakup as if a friend is telling them their own story and the perspective that they have for their friend versus that they have for themselves is is very, very different. So I really recommend that exercise to anyone. And I think another thing that again, is probably very positive in general, but a lot more people are in therapy. They're digging into their relationships with their parents. They're, you know, so many more people are becoming aware of their attachment styles. So I think in general, we're learning how to dig deeper and how to recognize old wounds and Trauma is becoming so much more well-nurtured and well-taken care of. So I think in general, that's a really good thing. But I notice this a lot with, and this is something, again, that I've started doing on coaching calls, but I always start off with someone, with people telling me their story. And what I so often have to do is I have to stop them and they'll be telling their story and well, I was feeling like this, but I think that's probably because I had this particular relationship with my mom and then I was feeling this, but I think that comes from my anxious attachment style and I have to tell them to stop and say, just tell me the story as it happened and as you felt it. You don't need to... I think we oftentimes feel like we have to justify our feelings or give background or give if we have a really big reaction, we feel like we need to say, oh, I'm having such a big reaction because this is triggering this past thing. And while, again, it's, I think it's good for self-exploration and getting to know yourself more, I think what it ultimately can do in the moment, especially when you're in the thick of going through a breakup, is it can kind of invalidate your feelings. It can make it seem like it's not the breakup that's causing you pain. And yes, there are breakups that do trigger intense things from your past, but that's not necessarily something that you need to explore right away. It's really important to realize that in and of itself, a breakup is so intense and it's so painful and any emotion that that comes with it 
is very valid. And any preconceived notions that you have about how you feel like you should be handling the breakup is probably not fair and is probably not giving yourself what you actually need and, again, is not giving the same amount of grace and compassion that you would likely give a friend of yours. So we, again, we hold each other, we hold ourselves to a way higher standard than we should and that we would to to our friends. So if you're someone who is getting stuck in wanting to figure out why you're sad about this, sure, at some point, therapy is great, dig into that, but just know that it's probably just because you're going through heartbreak and your energy would be much. This is actually like ultimately why this episode is so important is because instead of trying to analyze why you're feeling sad and why you're feeling angry and all of those things, your energy would be much wiser spent nurturing the feelings that come along with it. So instead of looking at why you're sad, how can you make yourself feel better because you're sad? Later down the road, there are going to be patterns that you need to take a look at. There's going to be, quote unquote, the homework that you need to do as you progress through the breakup. But in the beginning, I don't want you spending all this time trying to dig into the why. Why do I feel like this? Why am I mad? Why do I miss them? I must have some weird attachment thing. That's just not how we should be spending the time in the beginning. The perfect answer to most of your questions surrounding your feelings is because I'm human. Why do I miss my ex right now? Because I'm human. Why do I want to reach out to them even though they told me they want nothing to do with me? Because I'm human. Why do I feel mad at this person but also want nothing more than to talk to them? Because I'm human. Just continue to repeat that to yourself. Now, that's not permission to stay stuck in your feelings for forever. Again, there needs to be the balance of moving forward. But I think what I've realized is the listeners of this podcast are really people who are very proactive in their healing and you guys are the people going out there and doing the things that you need to do to move forward. And so I feel like sometimes it's my responsibility to slow you down a little bit and to make you pause and realize it's okay to have the feelings that you're having. That's actually not something that I learned until well after my breakup is that it's okay to take pause and it's it's okay to just have human feelings because you're human, not because there's some flaw in your coping mechanisms that, you know, there's something innately wrong with you because of the childhood that you had. Like, it's just okay to, to be sad sometimes because you're a human. So I hope you're able to take that to heart. Remember that mantra, because I'm human. And it's way better if, if I take the time and my energy to take care of my human emotions rather than trying to dissect where they're coming from. So I'll see you guys back here again next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. 
And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise.